I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. WTIC's Computer Talk with Tab is brought to you by GoNetSpeed, your choice for crazy fast fiber internet. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC or 1-800-966-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Dennis. And like I told you, the lines are all jammed up. <laughs> we're going to get to your calls, uh, but we're going to be here to help you out until 11 o'clock, so that's good news. Real quick, on the last call, that Boost deal there, that government-provided uh, cellular service, he talked about being 35 gigabytes, right? He said that a few yes. times. I just thought it was he was misnomering it as megabits. It happens all the time. Even we do it. We're not perfect. So I just assumed <laughs> he meant that was 35 megabits of speed. <laughs> but no, it's the limit on that Boost device is 35 gigs for a the month. month. So you can really do nothing with that of, of any yeah. consequence. You're not streaming any kind of TV with that. Now, no. we did misspeak, or I did, because T-Mobile, we've been talking about this T-Mobile residential service as something, because we've had callers that have been using it for a while, and we've been excited about the alternative of a wireless connection. That is going to be something that would be awesome, right? T-Mobile has that offer. It's 50 bucks, No data caps. Right. No data caps. Right. So you can get high speed if it's in your area. You can actually check availability for 50 bucks. no data caps, no overage fees. This is really cool, right? So yeah. it's it's great. I mean, if a poll goes down, you have a wireless connection with no data caps. I think they even offer a small business offer offering as well. So check out the T-Mobile offering there. That Boost one he's going to be really upset about. It's 35 gigs is like one Seinfeld episode. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably a little, a few more episodes than that, but n not at high definition. Let's go to, uh, Greg and Nagatech, see if we can help him out. What's going on, Greg? Good morning, guys. Thanks morning. for taking the call. Sure. I, I listen to various radio stations all over the country, uh, on my computer, you know, streaming stuff. Mm -hmm. And once in a while, when I can't, I would like to record them, you know, with my computer is there some type of basic program that I'll pay for? I don't. I don't care. That'll allow me to do that. That you guys know of. I, I looked it up, and it it just seemed confusing or something. So I'm just wondering what what your thought is. Well, radio is so cool these days, Greg, that they do it for you. It's called a podcast. <laughs> so have you heard a podcast? Regular, regular radio. I mean, you know, like. TIC or, or, or yeah, yeah. what do you mean regular? This is a legacy. <laughs> this is not regular. There's nothing regular over here about a fifty thousand watt flamethrower like TIC. But yeah, regular radio. Uh, the 
If you look at odyssey.com or go over to WTIC.com, you will see an area called podcasts. And, you know, I was talking to Joey last week. Tab, Computer Talk with Tab could have over 800 podcasts out there. It goes back so far. Right. Um, all the shows here are podcasts, every single show. So you can't miss anything. Even if it was uh, some station that plays music? Some stations that play music may not be podcasted. However, you can stream them, right? Because most music stations play the same stuff over and over again. So, if, Oh, yeah. Oh, you... definitely. Yeah, I mean, I can get on them and stream them, you right. know. But if I'm not home, I would like to set up something where I could, you know, and a lot of it is just music, you know. Right. Yeah, yeah. So stations with music. But I, I thought podcast, I, you know, I don't even know what the heck podcasts really are. <laughs> well, now I you mean, do. Now you do. So I agree with you. So pod is from the old iPod. iPod. Which is 20 years old. Right, and so yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. A podcast is basically a, an encapsulated recording of a program. In our case, we break our show into two podcasts a time. It's a one-hour podcast per, and um, you just re- listen to them at your leisure. You you subscribe to them through whatever medium you want. You know, you can use the radio, the Odyssey app, and subscribe to uh, that, and, and and choose our podcast you want to subscribe to. However. Even if you're on other services like Amazon or what have you, they also have podcast services where people subscribe to podcasts that way as well, depending on the platform you want to use. We here in regular radio would prefer you to use Odyssey as the uh, app of choice. Okay. Um, and, and you can you can also use a, a client program on your computer to do it, like iTunes on Windows or music on modern Mac. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll do the same thing. You can sign up for podcasts. Uh, using those and collect them up there. Yeah, but your question's a, a good one, Greg. I mean, yeah. it, it, the guy, have you ever heard of Joe Rogan? Yes, I have. Yeah, the only reason you've heard of him lately is because of the fact that he does a podcast that's pretty popular. His days of, what was he doing? Some sort of crash crazy show or something like that. Um, can't remember the name of it. And he was also on news radio, which is also another great place to see Joe Rogan. But, but you know, guys, I, cause I don't know what the heck I'm doing here. Really? Um, I, I wouldn't even, I know he's got a podcast, but yeah. I wouldn't know where the heck to go to listen. To All right. Anything. So here's what you're going to do. You're going to go ahead and do a, a Google search of podcasts. And uh, if you go to Odyssey and you go to use the app on Odyssey or go to WTIC.com and get into it, you can see all the great t- uh, podcasts that are out there. Um, and or any other station, too. I mean, oh, gosh. music station. You and your regular. What's regular? Yeah, everything's <laughs> well, out there. just a local, simple one that plays nice music all day long. Oh, yeah. Uh, you can find that all through the Odyssey app. Stream it live. Uh, it'll all be there for you, Greg. I promise there's a whole world that you're not aware of. Now, what kind of device do you have? Obviously, I, it won't I, work on a transistor. Laptop. You have a laptop. Very good. Okay. So you can go ahead and subscribe on your laptop uh, to these to these stations, and before you know it, you're going to be a podcasting uh, maniac. And there are some tools out there that will record. Uh, they're nothing that I have used. Yeah. Uh, but I'll, we can uh, get a couple of links out uh, that list some of those for you if you want to opt for those. But I would tell you this. If, I, if, why? If, yeah, don't bother. <laughs> Recording the show on your computer will be much harder than you figuring out how to uh, get into podcasts. Find a podcast. Very yes, good. sir. All right, Greg. Hey, guys. Thank you very much. I do appreciate it. Have a great day. You're welcome. You too. Bye-bye. We've opened Greg's eyes to a whole new world <laughs> of time. Uh, let's go on to uh, Kent in Prospect next. Because once you start listening to these podcasts, you're just you're locked in. You're going to binge that, too. What's going on, Kent? Hey, how you doing? Good, sir. How are you? Good. 
Um, I have uh, three small questions. Uh, mm-hmm. One is, uh, the first one's an issue, I guess, with Windows 10. My login, I, I use a PIN. And um, nine times out of 10, the login screen shows up with um, a different a different account that's, it says it's my name, but there's no picture associated, and it says it failed. And I can go down to the left corner and find my real profile that has my picture associated. I can click that and put in my PIN. I tried, you know, Googling and looking at my Microsoft account. There's no other users on the computer at all. I'm the admin and the user. I don't see anything on my Microsoft account that could be causing it. I don't know if this is... um. Sounds like a profile issue. Yeah, I would say so. Uh, a profile issue? Yeah. The one thing I notice is if I look at that uh, fake user, I guess I'll call it, it has the user profile ID. I, I think that was associated with OneDrive when I got the machine. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if it's somehow picking uh, up on that. Okay. What you might want to do once you've gotten into the computer is to open up the OneDrive preferences and sign out on that account. Okay. Um, also, you might also want to look in the Windows 10 Settings app. There will be an Accounts panel in there and yeah. see if you have one or two Microsoft accounts that you're linked to from there and see if you can figure out which one is the wrong one and disconnect from that. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Okay. Uh, the second one was... Um, I have a I have a desktop a, a Dell desktop with a, with the spinny drive, and um, I was wondering what the is it feasible or even a consideration to try to put an SSD in there and run the operating system off of that, or is it is that a complicated kind of process? Well, it's not. How old is the machine? It's about two years old. Okay, all right, it's doable. Yeah, worth doing. Okay, so, is it complicated? Well. Um, <laughs> Joey just taught his ten-year-old how to do it. Um, so, okay. which, All right. which, so it, it might be doable then. It is doable. Yeah, you just got to make sure you get your operating system, and you either are going to clone your existing system or go fresh. Right. So you can choose the direction you want to take. Um, yep. If you're having issues with your current system where it's flaking out on you, you could always go fresh. Uh, yeah. So no, it's not. It's, there's no issues. I was just wondering. I I I made the option to not get the SSD when I bought it, but I was that was just, a I mistake. I Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> what were you thinking? Yeah. Okay. And then the last thing was um, the um, powering down or powering up the desktop at when you're done using it for the day. I've heard, you know, the the rumor: should you always leave it on or turn it off? Is there a recommended? It's crazy. This is a 25-year question. I know. Um, and, and <laughs> I haven't heard it. <laughs> no, no, no. It's not that. It's just that it's still out there. So in the yeah. old days, the old days, um, you know, power supplies went. They would pop. The transistors would pop. They would just, you'd find them failing. And we would, we literally would recommend not turning them off and on constantly because it, sometimes they would pop. Um, yeah. Nowadays, it, they can still pop, <laughs> mm-hmm. but uh, they yeah. seem to be built better. Um, power supply okay. failures are pretty rare across our client base, so I would tell you to shut it down at night, um, okay. unless you're doing a backup or updates, right? There, right. You, you need to leave it on for those types of things that you might schedule when you're not using it. So you yep. can you can you have my permission to turn it off. It's not going <laughs> to not going to fail. All right, great. Thanks a lot. All right, Ken. All right, bye bye. Bye. Well, yeah, like he said, three straightforward questions. That power supply question, man. Hmm. If I had a nickel, I'd be driving a different car. If I had a nickel for every question. Let's go on to Al. 
Actually, his nickel's not really worth what it used to be. Let's go to uh, Alan Bolton. What's going on, Al? Hello. Hello. I have a uh, an old uh, Windows desktop that I updated to Windows from Windows Seven to Windows Ten. Okay. Oh, back when they were doing it for free. Okay. And I all of a sudden it has stopped letting me do any updates. Um, it just says you're not up to date, and if I try to do it, it just says um, it failed. And I've tried it multiple times, and I get the same the same thing. All right. Um, what I'd kind of like to know is which version of Windows 10 you have. And the way um, you find that out would be to uh, click on the uh, start button and then type the letters W-I-N as in Nancy, V as in Victor, E-R, and hit enter. W-I-N what? V as in Victor, E-R. Yeah. As in, yeah, as in version, Winver. Okay. okay, got it. And then hit enter? Yep. And it, okay. sh- it should put up a box that tells yep. you which specific version of Windows you've got. It might be uh, 1809, 1903, 20H1. What do you got? Version 2004. Okay. For Windows 10. Um, what I'm, What's that build number? That sounds old. Build is uh, hang on, uh, 19041 dot oh. uh, 985. Two thousand. I'm I'm running 20H2 2004. Well, that's that's early tw- yeah. uh, 2020. But the build is not that old. No, no. He should he that should still be updating. Mm-hmm. It's it's just it won't. It just it just it keeps failing, and I. I've tried it multiple times. All right. There's a couple of things that you can do. Um, one is there is a uh, there is a Windows uh, update troubleshooter that you can download, and we'll get you a link to that. Um, okay. And that can sometimes fix everything that's wrong with your updates. Um, there are, is also a manual method to download the next update that you need. But I would kind of avoid that until you've tried other things. And okay. there's also a method to uh, manually reset uh, corrupted files. Uh, we can give you a page that will go over some of those options. But okay. the first one that I would try right off the bat, and you can kick it off right now, um, it would be to run the uh, Microsoft Windows Update Troubleshooter. Where do I find that? Well, uh, we're going to post a link that will tell you how to get oh, to put, it. Oh, you put something on the website. Yeah, yes. you got to down, download it, right? It's a tool. Yeah, you've got, you have to download it. It used to be built into Windows 10. But they said, ah, we'll never have any problems. We won't build this in anymore. It's not there anymore. Sure. <laughs> uh, I, sure. I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we'll, have, we'll give it to you, Alan. You can download it and run it, and let's see if that fixes it for you. Okay. All right, sir. Good luck. Good. Thanks for your help. Take You're, care. Our pleasure. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. I don't know, Joey. Is it break time? Yeah, it is break time. So I'm going to take a step out for a quick break. we got Barbara, Rick, and Andy on the line. One line open for you. Feel free to get online, and we'll be right back. This is Computer Talk. All right, and we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. We are over at WTIC's Facebook page as well. You can converse with us that way if you'd like. Um, but uh, we're going to go to the phones right away. If you were nice enough to join us, we're going to go to Barbara in uh, Southbury next. What's happening, Barbara? Good morning. Hi. Good morning. 
Um, I heard you, um, I don't know, I'd say recommending, but offering the concept of the Verizon, uh, I'm keep saying Verizon, the T-Mobile hotspot device. Yeah. Have you used it? Yes, we have. Oh, what do you um, think? Well, it didn't serve our purposes, and I don't begrudge them that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, My husband is a writer, and he has his workspace out in a building that's separate from the house. Gotcha. So we can't hardwire him mm-hmm. to our internet connection very easily. Yep. So it seemed like, and we were using the mesh things. To, you know, he was getting something, but we wanted better. Yep. So we thought, oh, okay, get the uh, the T-Mobile thing and put that in your office. Mm-hmm. Uh, it really wasn't any better, gotcha. um, even though we could see the tower. <laughs> oh. so we're thinking, why we're not doing this? But it didn't matter. We said it was just one of those things. They said, oh, you fifty bucks a month, and if you don't like it, you know, turn it in. Right. Yeah. Well, so. it turns out the turning it in part was the biggest pain. Oh no! Um, oh. Because you have the option of mailing it back to them. Mm-hmm. And in this, today's issues with delivery and so on and so forth, um, that didn't seem like the best option because you're, of course, responsible for the thing getting back there in good condition. Mm-hmm. And you have no idea it was in good condition when it left your hands, but they say, oh, it ro- arrived, broken you owe us for a new unit. Oh, boy. Ooh. So that's a, not a problem mm. because... On my rounds, I regularly drive by a place that used to be an absolutely great computer service store, unfortunately. Mm. They're gone, and T-Mobile has taken it over. Oh. I'll, I'll drop it off when I'm over that way. Yeah. No problem. Well, I get over there, and like a lot of places, they're challenged in today's world. Oh, they boy. had four or five people sitting around, I think, having their lunch or coffee break or something at a table in the place. Mm-hmm looking kind of over their shoulders at the line of seven or eight people waiting to talk to the one person actually helping people. Mm-hmm. And, of course, some of those people left, which made the line a little shorter. Wow. And eventually I got up to the front of the line, and the guy said, oh, well, we're not an official T-Mobile location. We're, <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember the language you used, but a franchise. Right, yeah. Some of them are franchise. Some of them are corporate. Yep. Yeah. That's so normal. We can't accept that here. Mm. Yeah, they might uh-huh. not. So the returning is a little more trouble than oh, it needs no, to be. Oh, no, you haven't heard the whole story yet. Oh. So because that was at our house in Vermont. Jeez. <laughs> oh, we live mostly in Connecticut, mm. and there are quite a number of those stories down here. So no problem. Uh, we're heading down that way. Anyhow, we'll drop it off there. Yeah. And I look up one that's uh, in the, what is it, Blueback Square? Yeah. Um, and, of course... Finding where the store is in Blueback Square is a little. <laughs> so, tricky. Barbara, we're running out of time. The show's almost going to end. What was? What's the so punchline? I wander through the library, the West Hartford Library, to make my way down there. Yeah. And I find I'm a good navigator. I find the store and I go in and I wait in line and I get up to the desk and they say, "Oh, we're not authorized to take that here." <laughs> oh no! It's not a huge, heavy box, but it's, no. you feel kind of stupid walking around carrying this box, and you're right. afraid, "What if I drop it or something?" Right. Get back in the car, and I Barbara, look on my phone. We're literally out of time. And I finally found some poor guy. She's going to continue, I guess. We're going to have to step out for a quick break here and get to the news, and and uh, Barbara will probably still be talking about how she could not return that T-Mobile hotspot. But it was a funny story, Barbara. Thank you. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk. I'm Eric. And I'm Dennis. Here till 11 o'clock. Three lines open for you all of a sudden. 
think that story of the T-Mobile return might have <laughs> a few folks. <laughs> I was hoping she had a punchline, but she never got there. Uh, feel free to get online, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. I just, you know, kidding you, Barbara. It was a fine call. Um, but feel free to get online. We'll do our best to help you out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. And uh, we also are broadcasting live over on the Facebooks. Folks are saying all oh, they're having audio issues, but I can actually listen to the same stream you can, and the audio is fine. And so I've, I've got audio on my computer too yeah so, so it's, it's there if you're having an audio issue listening to the facebook stream it's probably because you might have a speaker turned off your volumes turned off. there's so many it's rube goldberg right we're not broadcasting <laughs> you know, on a radio you just turn it up um but with with facebook broadcast you have to make sure your speaker's turned on you have to make sure you've got enough bandwidth you have to make sure the volume is turned on there's so many little settings just to get your your sound it's crazy um but let's get to your calls let's go to rick and bloomfield first what's happening rick Hi, good morning. Morning. I've got a question about uh, remote speakers for a computer. Hmm. Remote. Got, beg your pardon? Remote speakers? Yeah, I've got a couple of JBL speakers that I plugged into the my Acer when I had it. Mm-hmm. The modulation was fantastic. And now I've got a Hewlett Packard, and I plugged them in the other day, and the modulation is really lousy. Hmm. Uh, is there an internal... Uh, within the systems to turn on external speakers? Well, it should, when you plug the 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 jack in, the computer mm-hmm. should detect that there's an external audio device okay. and an external could, playback device. All right, maybe there's a little dust in there. i got to clean up the connections. It could be that, but there also is a, is a sound setting, too, that you can tell the system if it's a traditional stereo, if it's surround. You oh. can tell it how to treat how to treat those speakers as well. All right. You could have it as mono instead of stereo. So yeah. That is All in right. the sound setup. Is it, That's within settings? Yeah. In the sound settings, it, it'll, it, it, okay. it's going to say, what kind of speakers are you connecting to this computer? JBLs. No, no. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's going to ask you what kind, and it's either – Stereo, mono, surround. It's going to ask, is it, does it have a subwoofer or not? It needs to be told in some cases. And it, it might ask you if you have headphones or speakers. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Make sure okay. you pick the right one. Yeah, it's just two small JBLs, but they sound fantastic when the modulation works properly. Very good. But I appreciate your time and effort. And All right, you guys Mike. take care and God bless. You too. Mm hmm. All right. Thank you. All right, bye-bye. Feel free to get online, guys. 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC are the numbers. So home automation. Really? I'm doing some home automation. We've talked about cool. this before. And uh, I have contended that the best place to do home automation is from the switch level. Because if you have a smart light bulb and the switch is not in the on position, the smart light bulb can't be smart. It's literally turned off. Mm-hmm. So I had decided, okay, I'm going to do all my home automation at the switch level. So I got these Kaseya... Uh, programmable smart Kaseya? switches. Ah, uh, hang on. Uh, I mean, be Kaseya. I think it's TP Link. Casa. Thank you. Kaseya yeah. is something else. Uh, yeah. Casa. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's TP Link. And um, so one of my smart switches is failed. Now I've done everything uh, to get it to go right now, but I can't get it to talk to anything anymore. It's it's literally stuck in the on in the on position. Even That's if weird. I turn the rocker mechanically it's stuck in the on position that's that's odd right how can a mechanical rocker not allow for that on and off it must it must not be mechanical right it must be talking to some sort of switch inside um so a little drawback uh, when it comes to home automation is that when these switches go they're expensive 
right? It's not a silly little switch anymore. And I'm trying to reboot your switch is kind of silly too. I'll tell you. What do you, Joe? You had the same problem. <laughs> well, no. It's just then it's ironic because you said what? What brand was it? Uh, TP Link. It's TP Link. Uh, There's so, like I have five different brands of the switches uh, in my house. That's a problem. <laughs> and I to give credit where credit is due. That ball that stands on top of my counter, we call her the A word. Mm-hmm. Does a really good job with talking to all of them if you set up the routines. Yes. Sure. Yeah. So, like, at 3 o'clock in the afternoon, all the Halloween lights go on in my house. Nice. And then at 9 o'clock, they all go off. Based on a switch. Not- on a, multiple switches. Yeah. So, the routines, you can create multiple switches. But my camper lights, mm-hmm. we had one of the smart switches on our camper lights, and it got stuck in the on position. Right. Same thing. Huh. Yeah. And it was, uh, I can't remember which brand that one is. But, yeah, I ended up, I was like, all right, came in a four-pack, you're garbage. It's amazing. <laughs> and this is not even that old of a switch, Joey. But I was just shocked. I mean, I shouldn't be shocked, but it's not a mechanical switch. Like, again, you know, you have to reboot your fridge. How often did you have to reboot a light switch? Now you have to. That's where we're at. <laughs> I tried to reboot it. I was sitting there trying to figure out which buttons underneath the switch I had mm-hmm. to go ahead and switch it with. Well, you know, just modern problems, I know. Um, but, the, you know, it's, it's that's what's going on these days. You know, we have to, we want to automate all our lighting. We want to, because we have, you know, got to keep the lights on outside because the kids are coming by stealing our cars. <laughs> So you got to turn the lights on so they at least have some deterrent, and uh, at least it's stuck in the on position and not the off position. Mm. That would be worse. So that's I still what want I'm my do. flying cars. You want flying cars? That's coming. That's definitely coming. So uh, feel free to get online. While we're waiting for your calls, what do you got there for news that you wanted to bring up? Well, there's a, a researcher in uh, Tel Aviv yeah. who was able to crack 70% of Wi-Fi networks in that city. Not good. According to what he was doing. He used a few different techniques. Um, one of them that paid off in a lot of cases was simply to uh, try to use a phone number as a password. Because right. apparently a lot of people in Tel Aviv have their phone number as their Wi-Fi password. Unbelievable. So right there, you're begging for trouble. Mm-hmm. And the thing that I thought of right away when I read that in this article from Bleeping Computer mm-hmm. is here in Connecticut, there's a lot of people that were set up, I believe, by Frontier mm-hmm. with um, their phone number as their Wi-Fi password. Now, for the last few years, um, they haven't done that. Okay. They've had... Uh, if you look at a, a Frontier router, there'll be a yellow sticker in it with mm. a bunch of different numbers and things. Yep. And that is a randomly generated password. And that's okay. Yeah. And that should be fine. But I do remember, I think maybe 2015 or maybe when Frontier took over for mm-hmm. AT&T. Yeah. Um, they were deploying these routers that just had the phone number as the password. Not good. And I was dealing with customers at the time that had those, and I would be telling them, no, you, you got to change that because it's just too easy. Yeah. And I knew that, I don't know, years ago. Yeah. But this this guy was able to get into a lot of networks that way. Mm-hmm. He also used a bunch of other techniques, um, some of which I'm familiar with, some of which I'm not, including packet injection, mm. where your computer that you're trying to get onto the network mm-hmm sends a packet in a way that causes the router to believe that that device is properly connected. Crazy. And then from that point on, you can communicate with the Wi-Fi Even though you haven't authenticated. Way. 
Right. That's scary. You don't know the password. <clears throat> the computer never sent it to it. It just is able to be authenticated without having to transmit a password right. or go through any other handshake. That's um, why we lose sleep at night, guys. Yeah, and it's a uh, it's a problem out there. You got to keep your you got to keep your stuff up, up to, to date. date. That's the key. Up there. to date, people. All right, we'll put that link up there for that that story as well. Let's go to your calls. Jack and Simsbury was next. What's happening, Jack? Yeah, uh, I bought a couple of uh, Logitech products. Uh, one uh, a uh, mouse, and the other one uh, a keyboard. The keyboard is. Uh, their Comfort Wave K350, mm-hmm. and the mouse is their MX Vertical. All right. And uh, I was under the impression that all I had to do was stick the little uh, uh, gizmo into the uh, USB port, and these two things would get uh, coordinated mm-hmm. and uh, be in business. And uh, <clears throat> I'm, I'm having uh, all kind of problems. I've, I've um, I'm not plugging them into a laptop. I'm plugging them into a desktop computer that's got Windows 10 on it. And, uh, you know, the old system that I had, uh, they were Logitech, too, and, uh, but they weren't advanced, and they, they didn't have the capabilities that these were supposed to have. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they worked, but they had a different um, – uh, I'm trying to think of what they call a little – Little dongle. So what you want to do is, I think, you want to turn off your Bluetooth that are that's part of your built-in laptop technology. Right. Turn that off, because I I think the dongle that you're plugging in with Logitech is bang is banging into the Bluetooth that your laptop is trying to talk to, and and that might be part of your issue, um, or one of them's connected to that and not the other one, or something to that effect. Have you tried turning off that? Okay. The 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 one thing that. You know, I, I could get them to uh, at least seem like they were working uh, independently. I only have one USB port, okay? Yeah. So, uh, you know, I can plug one in and, and, and I can get that to work by itself. And I can plug the other one in and it seems to work by itself, but they will not work together. So it didn't come as a package with both together in one dongle? Uh, no, each one had a dongle. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. Then we're going to skip this then. We're going to go the other route. We're going to take the dongle out, and you're yep. going to have it sync to your native Bluetooth within your laptop. So I'm guessing you have a laptop that has native Bluetooth, or does it not? It has Bluetooth. I'm not, it's, uh, the laptop's not that current, but it's okay. not a laptop, by the way. It's a um, desktop. Oh, then it may not have oh, Bluetooth. It may not have Bluetooth, no. Okay. Hmm. So, Jack, you're you're definitely got some issues here. So, the, the desktop has no native Bluetooth, I would bet. Um, so, you're dealing with dongles here, and each of these dongles wants to talk to the other device. That's kind of weird if it's both Logitech. How old are those each devices? Do they buy them at the same time, or was one much older than the yeah, other? Yeah, I just I, they were just delivered. One was delivered uh, Thursday, and the other one yesterday. Hmm. I mean, you should be able to have both connect to one. I mean, maybe it's... I would think so. In the way they talk, these these doggles are supposed to coordinate, or right. um, you know, they, they've got a term, and I can't find it on the damn box now that I'm talking to you. But they get a handshake um, with each other. You got they got technology. A... They've got a a term for it. Yeah. Um, hmm. What would you have? I mean, we could. Well, uh, you said you bought these recently mm-hmm. together. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, contact Logitech and... Tech Support. See if they can help you. Yeah, you may have yeah. to. Yeah, I 
I went online there and, uh, you know, I know. <laughs> chasing a lot of things and, uh, you know, sending messages that are sending me other other places and all that sort of stuff. I just did not, I was not satisfied with what I got out of it. We understand. Um, we understand your frustration. Trust us. That's why we're, that's why we're here on Saturdays. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I know. So you have two choices, really. You can fight with them or you can just send it back and try to buy a combination um, keyboard and mouse that has the one together. By buying them separately, that might have been your downfall. Um, yeah. And, you know, sending them back might be the best way to go and try to find that combination device because because it should work, but clearly they're not. So either there's a there's a – I mean, it could be on a different – I'm trying to think if there's different frequencies. There are different frequencies. There are. So if you look yeah. at the frequencies on each of your on the mouse and the lap on the keyboard, make sure they're using like there there might be a switch going one two three. Make sure they're both on the same switch, or make sure they're both not on the same because they could if they're both on the same number, they may they be, could be conflicting with each other. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you could try that, Jack. Do you have yeah. any? Uh, if you flip over the mouse, do you see any options there for one two or three? It. it uh... There, there are. Uh, I've got some issues with my hands. So I, um, there, there is a way to, and I think it has to do with the, either the, the speed in terms of you know when you move it. But there are uh, one, two, and three. That's not uh, speed. A little no. button you can press to yeah. change that. That's not speed. That actually has to do with how it talks to the device. So check the back of your of your keyboard and the back of your mouse. See right. if they're both on the same number. If they are, put one on another one and see if they'll uh, work better. See, there, there's nothing on. Uh, oh wait, there is. I know. Come uh-huh. on, Jack. I'm not. I, I know what I'm talking about. This is. Yeah, because of the way it's. Uh, it's impressed. You got to get the light to hit it the right the right way. Right. Okay. So see if they're both on the same number. If they're both on the same number, then your problem is you have to put one on one number and one on another number. Okay. Or vice All versa. Right. You follow me? I, I understand you right now. Is that what they would have called set point, by the way? Because when I was no. trying to figure this out, set online. point is the name of their software. Yeah. Okay. All right. So try that, Jack. Try try to look at those and make sure they're not the same. It is this this can be a big pain in the hiney. I've we've dealt with yeah. it. All right. I appreciate it, guys. You do a great job. Thanks, Jack. Thanks. Good luck. Yep. All right. Bye bye. So he's got something to try. We're gonna step out for a quick break. Jim, hang on. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. As the guy said, let's get right to your calls, and we're going to go to Jim in Glastonbury first. What's happening, Jim? Good morning. Uh, Good morning. My wife bought a new cell phone. Yep. And it will not connect to our um, Netgear router to give her wireless. It refuses, huh? Hmm. It refuses. Our, our um, HP Chromebook connects to it. Yeah. And her old phone, uh, Google Pixel 3, connected to it. But this, uh, she types in this uh, Netgear router, and it just has kind of buffers. Okay. Um, now, are you connecting to a 5G or a 2.4G Wi-Fi connection? Is your Netgear offering both or just one? I don't know. It's okay. How old is it? The Netgear is about two years old. Okay. It's an yeah. M300. It should work. It should work. So you're typing the password incorrectly, you think? Um, no. Got it written down pretty clearly. She tried it several times. Mm-hmm. 
Um, have you tried connecting to other Wi-Fi networks to see if she can connect to yes. like, and it works okay? It works okay. Yeah. Hmm. And have you tried forgetting? If you go and look at her old Pixel 3 and you try to forget the network and try to, to type that password in again, have you tried that? My contention is you're typing in the password wrong. <laughs> uh, because based on what you're telling me, it should work. Um, it should be able to connect to a three-year-old router without any issues. And most likely, you're, you've got a capital that's not a capital. It's a lowercase. And you're going to keep typing that password wrong. <laughs> Darn it, this wrong password's going to work, right? It's got to, right. Um, so, I mean, I can't think of any technical reason why her okay. latest device wouldn't connect. How? It's, well, what kind of device did she purchase? It's a uh, Samsung Galaxy A023. Okay. No, no known problems. With right. Yeah. She, they should be able to talk to each other. Yeah. yeah. So the simple answer is, is going to always be the one that's going to make the most sense. I know you don't want to hear it, but... <laughs> it's it's somebody's typing that password wrong. You got a cap somewhere. You got you got uh, a zero instead of an O, right? You got to make yeah, sure when you write yeah. these passwords down, you strike the zero through there, so you know it's a zero. Um, yeah. It's got to be something that silly, Jim. I promise you, it's got to be. Um, there's no way that phone won't connect to Wi-Fi if it will connect to other Wi-Fi. It won't not connect to yours. Um, unless there could be some weird limit on IP addresses for your your router, you can you can go ahead and reboot your router if you want to refresh everything. Open up all of that by default will free up all the leases that are out yeah, there. We, uh, we unplugged it and plugged it back in. So you've done that before. Right. The equivalent of that. Yep. Mm -hmm. So what is your Wi-Fi password? Oh, let's see. Uh, my birthday and my social security together, which is. <laughs> <laughs> well, that should be easy to know. <laughs> well, Robert's laughing. How can you hear my numbers? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> so, so, yeah, I, I guess uh, okay. I, it's going to be something that silly, Jim. You're typing it something in wrong. Stupid. Well, that's what it, right. I mean, that's that's where you start with IT. We always start with the silly stuff first. Right, right. Uh, well, uh, okay, I figure the uh, Tappet brothers of the computer world would know. <laughs> <laughs> that is a huge compliment, by the way. Thank you. Clicking Thank you. Yeah, which one's click and which one's clack. Uh, <laughs> just being referred is, is awesome. We, we appreciate yeah. those guys. So, All right. Well, good, we'll good luck, start, Jim. We'll you're going to call me back much. next Saturday, and you're going to tell me that it was a password issue, right? <laughs> I'd love to. <laughs> All right. That's what I want to hear. All right, guys. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yep. There's nothing to troubleshoot there. I'm I'm 99.99% yeah. positive it's something that silly, and it happens all the time. And sometimes the issue with IT troubleshooting is they don't do that. They're going to go and start messing with your Wi-Fi settings, your router settings, look at DNS. They're going to go and look at the silliest things um, be, and spend hours and hours messing around trying to solve an issue when they just should have said, well, I think it's your password um, because it's – if everything else is connecting, that is the logical approach, right? But nobody wants to go that route. They all want to take some crazy pathway to a solution that eventually will be it's your well, password. A lot of a lot of people that try to solve that problem would do it from a business support standpoint. Right. And they would be thinking of things like you mentioned where the DHCP range is full and right. there are no more IP addresses to hand out. Right. But 
you have to stop and think, you know, this is a house. It's a house and, and other things are connecting not, fine. It's yeah, it's it's you haven't run out of numbers. No. And and and, and again, I'm not saying this because I'm some sort of, you know, it's just experience, right? I mean, it's 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 like this with so many things in our world. We, we always go down the more difficult paths, I think, rather than looking at the obvious right in front of you. You know, why, mm-hmm. why is the car not starting? Well, because you don't have the key fob close enough. Why is it? Because it's on the counter. You know, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it's not because your battery's dead. Yeah. Um, so I want to thank all you guys for joining us on this lovely rainy Saturday morning. We really do appreciate it. Everything we've talked about today has been posted over at computertalkwithtab.com. It's the name of the show.com. So go ahead and check out that. And uh, we've, we're also on the Facebook page there. That'll be saved for you to watch that video anytime you wish. And I want to thank Mike G for posting everything for us live. Working very hard doing that for you guys. And I want to thank Joey for producing. And uh, again, all you guys for joining us on this lovely Saturday morning. Stick around. Dr. Lessie's up next. He'll give you a second opinion on your health advice. And remember, we want you to be geeks too. Yeah. We'll see you next week. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.